Welcome to the Creating Wealth and Wellness Podcast. Your hosts, Amanda Kingsley and Tara Masilvine, team up to take you on a journey where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Creating Wealth and Wellness podcast with Tara Misseldine, that's me, and Amanda Kingsley. Um, So we have had a couple of great episodes leading up that were really like time relevant. We're in the holiday season right now. Um, We've talked in the last couple of episodes about, you know, what do we do to keep going when we don't feel that great? And also about connected and peaceful holidays. And today we're going to dive back into our typical selves, which is the really juicy bits of life. And we're going to talk about transformation. But before we do that, we are going to share our gratitudes, the way that we open every episode. Hi, Amanda. Hey, hey. Hello. I have an easy gratitude because I, before we started recording, I realized how chilly I was. So I, <laughs> I did this cool thing where I walked over to my wall and I turned a dial and the heat came on. I was like, that's so cool that I <laughs> turned the heat on. <laughs> I wouldn't have that been able to do that so easy a hundred years ago or more, you know, two hundred years ago, whatever. So hey, you know, simple things like heat and water. Yeah. Cool. Total gratitude right there. Let's see. I am going to share a gratitude for a particular person. Um, and I'll I'll have to like let her know that I'm giving her a direct shout out, but her name is Courtney Hill. And not only is she my amazing acupuncturist, but she also is a very dear friend. And last weekend she came over to my home and literally helped me like channel a remodel of my dining room that I am so excited about. And I was like really, really unclear. And it was like a weird, you know, a shifting amalgamation of like actual hodgepodgery before she had me narrow it all down. But now the image that I see of it is so crystal clear and I'm so excited. Yeah. Does this so, involve like you, actual Hill. remodeling or arrangement of pseudo remodeling? There's going to be a lot of like repainting, refinishing of floors, touching up really sloppy oh. work that had been done by the previous owners. Um, so like minor, I, I live in an almost 300 year old house. The house was built in 1745. Um, so there, there's been lots of generations of people. Some of them did nice work and others right. did really, really sloppy work. So um, I'm going to be doing that. That and then some like rearrange like it's it's pretty much soup to nuts short of remodeling the room. Yeah, the Back wall. In the seventeen hundreds, they couldn't walk to the wall and turn the heat on. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> they couldn't. They could throw a log on the fireplace. That was about it. <laughs> Which That's I will so cool. also I still have to come visit your house. It's uh, I. You have not been to my house. No, I haven't been to your house. How is it that I envisioned you being there? I know, because we just because we've talked face to face on these messages while I've been like at my breakfast table and stuff. You do. You do need to come see my house. Yeah. Maybe you should come right after I finish some of this uh, remodeling. (laughs) Sounds good. Okay. Speaking of remodeling. Oh yeah. Totally. (laughs) Boom segue. We're talking about transformation today and not of dining rooms. We're talking about ourselves when we crack our you-know-what's open and become something new. Um, what does that mean to you, Amanda? Yeah, I, this, oh, 
I just saw the battery light come on for my computer, <laughs> computer problems. I will just walk <laughs> in the other room. Um, so this whole caterpillar butterfly thing has been coming up for me a lot lately, probably because I'm in it. <laughs> I'm very much in it. And I think like the two things that, um, I think the thing I think is really cool about this process of transformation is that there's both science and faith. <laughs> like, mm. like if you think about the caterpillar, right? Like totally. it's just science. Like it's just, uh, it just is right. It's just, there's, you can't stop the chrysalis from becoming a butterfly. It's just mm -hmm. the process. But for us as human beings, it's a little less clear. So part of it is just the process. It's the process of being human. There's this transformation, but it, to do it gracefully and beautifully, it also requires a lot of faith. Don't you think? Like, it's going to happen no matter what. You're going to grow and evolve and change shape. But to do it gracefully and with a fair amount of beauty or end result that you feel good about, it. for me, there's just so much faith. Like... <laughs> I trust that this evolution is going to result in something beautiful, mm -hmm. even though it feels really messy right now. Does that make sense? <laughs> totally. And, you know, we're, we're huge library fans at our house. I, not me as much as my daughter and my husband are. I try yeah. so hard. I'm just not, I'm not much of a reader. I feel so bad. But anyways, on another note, this exact premise that you're talking about is one of my favorite books that we've ever rented from the library. We just read it last week. It was a little book that Aria picked out called Little Tree. Have you ever seen it? No. Look it up. It's so freaking beautiful. Little and, Tree. Yep. The The idea is that is it shows this one little oak tree and he's just a tiny little tree and he's surrounded by other little trees and the winter comes and his leaves like get brown and he is too scared to let go of them so he doesn't actually let go of any of his leaves even though all of his forest friends and, and everybody are like you have to so that you can grow you have to let go of those baby leaves so that you can grow next spring and he doesn't and seasons keep coming and going and he never feels comfortable enough to like let go of his leaves and his other little tree friends grow up around him and then he can't see the sunlight and he can't hear the sound of the morning dove because she's so far overhead and finally he surrenders and lets go um, and then the following season obviously he grows new leaves and grows and like sort of participates in that that evolution and growth cycle but it's exactly what you're talking about <laughs> faith of being able to let yep. go even though we're totally we're so scared and there's no guarantee that we'll grow new leaves in the spring you know but we can't we what we do know is the science that no new leaves can grow where old ones still are you know kind of that speaking directly to what you are and it was such a cute story so I will also put that in the show notes yeah I need that one because letting <clears> go <throat> is definitely a thing for me and yeah I mean we are human like we are born we grow we die like you're going to change in your life like mm -hmm. you are going to transform in your mind in your body in your spirit it's gonna happen yeah. so it's just how you do it that, that and if you have faith and if you really just surrender and let go with intention for it to be a beautiful evolution like it it can be absolutely amazing or not 
but you're going to evolve one way or another. You're transforming. As mm -hmm. we speak, you are transforming. Yep, exactly. I think <laughs> what you want to turn into is up to you. Yep, our, our lives are a, a series of entering and coming out of those that chrysalis. It, it is always this, like you said. Yeah. And it's, it's transforming one way or the other, because I'm sure that we've seen even in our own lives, you know, what happens on the other side of positive transformation and also wounds that we carry, you know, that, that transformed us in some way that wasn't so positive. Yeah. So I got on Facebook live actually <clears throat> this morning before we started recording and um, talked about what I'm calling the mid parenting crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it that because it really was when my daughter turned 13 and I know I've even talked about it on this show before, but it, it was very much a mid-parenting crisis to me. <laughs> and um, I knew that my next evolution, my next growth was inevitable. So I could either surrender to it and make it what I wanted it to be, or I could hold on and not let it happen and, you know, keep my leaves for another winter. <laughs> oh, I love but, that little tree is now right? a tree in our, <laughs> in our <laughs> but it and it's been hard it's been a few kind of really intense cracking open weeks and some of it it's been dark and some of it's been confusing and there's been fear but ultimately like the vision and the faith at the end and that and that butterfly <laughs> is mm -hmm. keeping me alive it's keeping me going and there's so much beauty coming out of this mid-parenting crisis mm. <laughs> um but if i had just freaked out I, it could have been really dark and it could have been really ugly and it could have been me holding on to something that i wasn't meant to hold on to anymore yeah um, so i'm definitely gonna find that book when we're done <laughs> i i love that i mean you know how much i love the elements you love the elements in terms of like the we're talking chinese five elements um like body systems and i love them when it comes to personality but like this is we're in the winter season. This is the season of letting go. And I love that this conversation sort of took that turn um, yeah. or like, or, or is looking at the element of letting go when it comes to transforming, because it could have, we could have taken this anywhere. And yeah. I think now is the time like that it's really natural to think about what do we need to let go to make room for that transformation? Because the caterpillar has to be willing to let go of his caterpillar body and step into that chrysalis. Yep. And you, you had mentioned that, oh, there's no way of preventing it from being becoming a caterpillar. Well, yeah, there actually kind of is. If the caterpillar doesn't make it into the chrysalis or if the environment isn't right for the chrysalis to actually produce the space to become a butterfly, like we, we can stop that transformation from happening in that beautiful way. I noticed my face. Oh, you can still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Oh, good. I'm having all these technical problems. Yeah, your face was frozen, but it was actually, it was quite a lovely shot. So oh, <laughs> it didn't bother me. It wasn't a weird one. <laughs> Someone just posted on Facebook recently something about um, why is life so unfair? And one of the oh. answers was there is no fairness. There's only flow. And I, and I said, I, I absolutely agree with that. And I want to add that acceptance and surrender <clears throat> are essentially letting go right? Yep. Um, allow for the flow, right? Yeah. Like they allow. And so in the, in terms of the caterpillar, you're absolutely right. There is a way to prevent it, which is to 
oh, it's so interesting. The, you know, the way to stop that process is to change the environment that it's in, right? Yep. So without, I actually don't know this to be true, but for instance, a monarch, I think they only like click chrysalis on a milk pod, right? Milkweed? It's their preferred, yeah, preferred. Exactly. Okay, so if the caterpillar does not find the environment to build and transform into the chrysalis, it does end and it does mm -hmm. stop. And so in terms of like my situation in the mid-parenting crisis, I could have put myself in an environment that would not have allowed for the transformation. So I'm so glad you brought that up because it is absolutely true. Like it is still science, but you can stop it. You can change the environment and it's not going to happen. You're going to like hit a dead block. Um, but yeah, this thing about for her, this unfairness in life and, and they're only being flow. And it was like, yeah, to, to tap into the flow, you, you do have to surrender and just let go. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's also really important to remember in those moments of when, like, when it's hard to reconcile what's going on with what we feel, um, you know, it, cause it could be a lot of different things. When something feels unfair, it's because either it doesn't match our expectations of what we thought was going to happen mm. or it doesn't feel like, um, you know, it doesn't match the efforts that we've been putting in, like, but it's usually just a, a letdown of whatever we expected. Right. And it's not, um, you know, what, how am I, how do I want to say this without sounding dogmatic? <laughs> um, but it's really, it, it's not about being unfair because how many times has something happened that wasn't what we expected and yet was so, it led to the thing that transforms us. You know, like it, it could be, you know, a, a horrific illness. You know, I, I think of, okay, so, so this is a pretty intense example, but we had a really interesting sort of birth plan, my husband and I, and we had prepared for an extremely long time of trying to become a family. And it did not work out that way. So it was extreme, like shockingly fast and almost accidental. And it took my husband, Dave, many, many months to sort of come around to being ready that we were already in the countdown. And it was really hard for me. And I, I was in a pretty decent car accident where a college girl ran a red light and T-boned me when I was five and a half months pregnant, T-boned my car in my driver's side door. And so that experience in that moment, I was like, oh my God, you know, is, is this going to get taken away from me? Cause I got rushed to the hospital and ambulance and they couldn't find the heartbeat of the baby for the longest time in the ER. And I got rushed to this other specialist room and, and David got called to the hospital. And up until then, like he was having massive reservations. Like he had not really expressed any you know, like happiness that we were pregnant yet. And here I was five and a half months in. And that, I mean, this is a really intense example, but that experience just made everything so concrete that like the timing doesn't matter. Like we are, we are so excited. And when we finally found that heartbeat of hers, like both of us melted into tears and David was oh. like, you know, like praying to every power that be like, please don't, I know that I want this now. Like, I know I want this. And yeah. without that experience, I don't know if, like, I don't know what would have transformed his experience. 
without that. And so that could have been experienced by me as like, oh my God, this is so unfair. Like, why did this have to happen to me? This was so stressful and so like, so horrific to envision that maybe this was going to go away. And like, it was one of the most stressful experiences of my entire life. Like, I'll never forget how intense it was. And at the same time, it totally transformed the rest of our experience during that pregnancy. And that what pain I, was literally- Would I want to trade that? No, that was our chrysalis moment, you know? Yeah. And I just, I would offer that to anyone who, who feels like something's unfair. It's, you know, not necessarily that everything happens for a reason, but there's always a reason that we can stand by after something happens. You know, we can, we can create that reason, even if it wasn't like predestined, you know, if, if you have a hard time believing that things happen for a reason, because, you know, you don't believe in the whole kismet kind of fates kind of thing. Um, you still have the control over creating what that transformation meant to you, what that moment meant, meant for you. And how you always open. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you tell an amazing story around that. And like that pain for, for all three of you was necessary for you to birth this family that you have. Like Mm -hmm. that's how you've crafted that. It wasn't necessary per se, but it was absolutely a gift because then there was no question and we experienced the rest of that pregnancy completely different than the first half. So, you know, I, I view that as a gift. Yeah. You know, so, and you can always choose to look for that in an experience. Yeah. Always. You know, I, I, I have other experiences that have happened to me that it would have been very easy and probably not going to lie. There were probably moments of like stepping into the like victimy stuff a little bit. Um, and at the same time, like I am a collaborative coach. Everything that I have been through that was terrible at the time makes me be able to relate to what other people are going through so much differently than if I didn't have all of those experiences under my belt as painful and you know terrible as they were at the time. So yeah, yeah it, it makes us who we are. And Hopefully, who we are we love who you are. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Powerful stuff. Very cool. It's it's so good to have these conversations and just like take the time, right? Because Tara and I both do this work all the time. We do, right, we do right. this work all the time. It's so much a part of our our lives and our businesses. And but I love that we get to have these conversations with each other about it. Because that, like, doing this podcast has given us both this space, this, like, dedicated space to have the conversation with another entrepreneur and thinker and processor. And yeah, <laughs> I totally. hope it's giving mom. to our listeners, too. Yeah. Like, hope, it, hope this is giving them that space to just think about these things. And you're, you might have things to add. Feel free to send them to us. Like, yeah, you're please do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> We want to hear how it's slightly different for you or the same. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even, you know, I, I thought I already knew Amanda pretty well prior to doing this podcast and she has managed to say things that have like disrupted my reality in the best way. Oop, there's our timer. Um, so that's what we're hoping to create with all of you. It's like, this is not meant to be you listening in and on our conversation. It's meant to be all of our like global OUR conversation. We want to know what you're thinking because it could challenge what we like 
know, uh, the one of the new phrases that I, I'm working on another project, um, and one of the phrases that came up when I was writing the mission is that true growth happens past the edge of who you already are. Mm. And that's what we are doing here is having conversations that, you know, that lessen that veil between who you already are and who you could be. Well, that's such a caterpillar butterfly. Yeah, totally. I mean, like the growth happens past the caterpillar stage. (laughs) Yep, yep. That's who you think you are, but the growth uh, happens next. (laughs) Right, And, and our goal with this podcast is to sort of like be that gateway to the chrysalis for ourselves and everybody who wants to listen and join in in the, in the conversation. So that's very cool. This was a fun episode. Well, we just kind of add a mutual ask and we, uh, we ask that a lot of our listeners is to participate and we really want you to do that. Um, Do you have another ask this week, Tara? Well, I just want to actually add to that ask. I'm going to ask people to literally go into our Facebook page, write down the thing that you could let go of. You don't need all of like the, you know, you don't need all of the details. Provide however much you want. If you think we need context to understand it, go for it. If not, just write down a word. What can you let go of right now that can help you step into that chrysalis a little bit? And I will enter everybody who does this before the end of the year, I'll enter them into a drawing and I will send them a copy of Little Tree. Oh, that I will is do it. Very kind of you. Yeah, and you're gonna like it. So, let please join in the conversation. What can you let go of to to open that gateway a little bit for yourself? Wow. Maybe you could win Little Tree. Ah, oh, I love it. Cool. What do you have an additional one? Do I have an additional ask? Um, I just want to go back to. Gosh, I can't remember now when you said this, but I want to ask. It, it might have been in a different podcast um, where you talked about visioning, time for visioning. And I want to ask our listeners to give themselves some time to think about the new year mm. and some time to think about what they want their new year to, to look like. So I want to ask everybody to just take some time. It can be in a drive to work or in a shower or a meditation or anything. But um, think about some things you want your 2018 to look like, to look like. Yeah, definitely. Because it is much more powerful when you when you step into it with a goal like that. Yep, I love that. And and that'll get everybody in the right mindset. We have one more episode before the end of this year, which is blowing my mind. And we are gonna talk about what our goals are personally and for this podcast in twenty eighteen. So it's really good timing for that ask. Thanks for sharing that. All right, cool. Well, until then. Beautiful day. You too. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us for another episode. If you haven't already done so, please do us the honor of leaving a rating and review on iTunes. And check in with us on social. Amanda Kingsley is a work-from-home mother of three. Her mission is to free parents from financial stress so they can spend more time being present with their children. Learn more at her website, thewhyhive.com. Tara Masildine is a passionate entrepreneur, founding several businesses over the last 15 years. She's currently living the adventure of being a CEO, mom, and collaborative coach. Find her at allin.life.